Hello, my cast and crew and adoring audience. It's your theater director that brings that sweet, sweet nectar, Wolf the Dog. And you know I'm blocking all the scenes here in contention from 694.2 PTBP like I always do, my babies. This week's Howlin' with Wolf comes from a listener who tagged at PretendingPod on Twitter. And your buddy Wolf appreciates that so fucking much, y'all. He writes, Hello, Mr. Wolf. My name is Edos Fillmore, and I'm a proud but concerned resident of 45 years here in contention. First, I don't actually understand the program that follows your fine program. I have no idea. What I do have an idea about are all the pets going missing lately. Hell, the families on my block are missing the dogs and the cats. But who's the only citizen who also happens to serve on the city council to have a deputy come out and personally assist her in her stupid dog. Sir, you're a deputy. Don't you have better things to be doing? And then this fella, Deputy Vigna, coming home like some goddamn prodigal son, except he ain't no prodigal, and we all wish he would have stayed gone. I heard he almost laid hands on Leo Piston the day before he mysteriously goes missing. Hmm. Sorry for the long note, Wolf. Signed, Enos. Damn, Enos. You bring up some solid complaints. Maybe we should do something about these stupid coppers. From what I can tell, the hip new spot for all the cool cats in contention is in the creeks and ponds, my babies. For all you cool cats listening, you too can submit a message to be read by your old pal Wolf by tagging at PretendingPod on social media or writing a five-star review, screenshotting it, and sending it to PretendingPod at gmail.com. But either way, isn't it about time you left us a review? You know what makes Wolf the Dog feel so good. I want to bathe in your five stars, my babies. Help your little wolfy boy get all squeaky clean. However, now it's time to dig up some dirt. It's the news. The officers were last seen causing a fatal car crash. A minivan was run off the road by Officer Pettymore, a former teen sprint car racer who was banned from the circuit after an accident that left multiple bystanders hospitalized. The minivan flipped and caught fire. Officer Bishop pulled a young boy from the fiery wreckage. The boy is at the clinic in critical condition. The minivan then combusted killing the driver and the other passenger who were both trapped in the vehicle. Officer Vigna made it out with a concussion, a broken nose, and the memories of a particularly traumatic childhood Christmas, y'all. Speaking of Christmas, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want five-star reviews. Take just a second on iTunes. Make my wish come true, y'all. All I want for Christmas is kudzu with no backbone. Diddy scoop. I have a hypothetical situation for you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, if you had the opportunity to have this magical ability, which is anytime you were done with a piece of clothing that you were wearing, you could drop it on the floor and it would immediately be pressed and laundered and back in your 
chest of drawers or your closet like immediately or, of drawers. <laughs> or wherever you needed right. your clothes yeah, to be yeah, at that yeah. moment. But in order to get this ability, you have to fuck a corpse. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Two birds. For how long? Okay, good to question. completion? Um, no, you have to fuck a corpse for five minutes. Until it comes. <laughs> You have to make a corpse come. Okay. Yeah. How, 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 how fresh or old yeah. Yeah. Is, the, is the corpse? Uh, the corpse is roughly your age. Okay. No, like how old is... how when When's the last yeah, time it was fresh. alive? <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, that's what you meant by fresh. Still warm? Uh, no. Mm. Uh, like days, weeks? Like six hours. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, why does that matter? What if it was a day old... Still, but if it was like six weeks, right, it'd be harder to do, or three years. Yeah, right. Okay, well, that would be much harder. Or just like bones. I don't know. <laughs> Rubbing your bones. I would fuck bones. a six-hour corpse. So <laughs> he was baiting us into blackmail, is what that was. Wait, so wait. <laughs> I have this recorded for posterity. Is the question? <laughs> he just has dirt on his. Wait, now. is the question? I'm doing someone's laundry until they die, and then I get to fuck them. <laughs> 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 then yeah. <laughs> I think a more interesting consequence uh, is that your clothes would be perfectly folded, pressed, put away, but a random person in the world's like comparable outfit just bursts into flame, <laughs> like is gone. Then double, yeah. Yeah, I, I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of Tom's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like actually every time you do it, a pair of Tom's <laughs> disappears. disappears. Okay, so John, you are holding this wet black cat and you have just called it Doug and told it you would help him. I think you mean I'm holding a man in the... I'm holding Doug. I didn't just call this cat Doug. This is... Doug, what are you trying to say? You're talking, a, you're talking a mile a minute. Radio? The the radio turned you into this cat? Hey, I don't like you guys see this, right? This cat is definitely I'm talking to this cat. Is your name Doug? Mao. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah. That's, that's a, a yes. yes. Is your name Clark? Mao Mao. Okay, good. Ooh. We got the twos and yeah. the twos no. Okay, one okay. is yes. Is two no? Mao. Is one yes. Mao. Is two Two yes. Mow, mow. This is a smart cat. <laughs> okay. Because it's Doug. I have a quick question. Am I still at a negative 20 right now? Mow. Okay. Doug, do you know how you, this happened to you? Mow. So you could turn, you could fix it? We could help you fix it. We could, we, you know how to fix it? Mow. As you guys are talking to this cat, uh, a crowd of people show up. Uh, are they're standing around? They a lot of them begin booing at you. Uh, many of them have their phones up and are taking videos. And a young girl walks up to uh, go ahead and roll luck against each other and see who rolls the lowest or goes over the most. Uh, I go pretty far over eighty-seven on a fifty-five. I'm really far under. I've got a 12 on a 75. I got 69 on a 65. Hell yeah. A little girl walks up to John Lee Pettymore and she spits at you and a voice yells out from the crowd, Yeah, girl, fuck the police! Uh, hey, guys, uh, I, I think we better get out of here. And Drew jumps into the back of Officer Vigna's cruiser. All right, come on, Doug. It's not safe for 
for cop or or beast. Mow, 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 mow. I also get into my cruiser. Yeah, our Same. cruisers are gone, right? Mm-hmm. So I get into Vigna's cruiser with Doug. I, I get in also. Okay, I take off. Put my I put my lights on and honk and. Hey, what do you guys think that angry mob was about? Is it that we let that lady and those kids die? We saved one of the kids. Mow. Not let. It just happened near us. <laughs> Don't worry, Doug. Nothing's gonna happen to you. Well, that girl better be happy she did that to you, because if it was me, there'd be one more dead kid. <laughs> Doug, you're gonna have to excuse Officer Vigna. He has a bizarre sense of humor. No, I, I just, I saw a lot of weird shit today. I'm just trying to make. That's up. true. We all have. We, we're talking to a cat right now. This cat you looks up it. at you, and its eyes uh, switch over from slits to full blown like black pupils, and it jumps out of your hands, John. And it jumps into Clark's lap and looks back at you fearfully before its eyes move back into slits. I stroke him gently. It's okay, though. Vigna's the one saying scary shit, cat. This guy loves communism. You fellas think we should <laughs> go back to the station and see if we can do some body switching? Yeah. Would you like us to switch I think your we body? have the technology. Mow. That's, a, That's yeah. A, yeah. That's a, yeah. Let's go back to the station and we'll think about the angry mob later. Mow. You guys roll up to the station and outside of the police station, there is a group of people holding up signs. They're walking around in a big circle and they seem to be chanting something along the lines of, Our cops are crooks. Our pigs are pricks. If they could choose, they'd lose their dicks. Oh, well, shit. Yikes. If only they knew that had actually happened to one of us earlier. Hey, this is not funny. (laughs) There's a sign that says, Justice for Tilde B in all caps. Another says, Where is Leo Piston? One of the protesters is just holding up a tablet with a video of Officer Pettymore firing into the air and yelling at civilians. More signs say, That's completely taken out of context. 30 people went missing in one week and they blew up Chief Cook. I say we cook up the blue. Wow. Are you proud of yourself for that I one, I am Zach? so proud of myself for that. <laughs> Who was Tilly B? Well, that was the girl, right? The one that shot the gun and disappeared. That is correct. Okay. Oh, shit. The woman across the street from John Peter's house's daughter. Mildred Mitchell. Mildred Mitchell. Yep. Man, oh, it was I granddaughter? Guess okay. If Maggie had been here, she would have been having press conferences and I guess assuring people that we had it under control. I guess we forgot the public relations part of our job. Uh, whoever has the highest human, who is that? Me. Can you go ahead and roll human for me? That's a crit success. Drew is so nervous right now. He is fiddling with his thumbs. He's not holding eye contact with anyone. He's trying to he's trying to avoid any conversation. Hey Drew, what's the matter? Uh, well, uh, he, uh, just, uh, you know, nervous. We got this cat in here that's, uh, I guess, supposed to be the cat of another cat, and there's the people inside a cat, and there's cats inside people, and there was a body from old and a body from new, and I, there's just a lot of stuff going on right now, and I'm, I've been, I'm freaking out, man. This is crazy. Drew, I think maybe you should go try to calm this crowd down out there. Yeah? Yeah, you're... You're a good public speaker. Go ahead and roll persuade. That's another crit yes. success. Oh. Do you, you think that'll help? Oh, it can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
So you pull up into the parking lot and Drew hops out. You guys can hear him. Hello, everyone, members of the the established population of contention. I am here to tell you that nothing is wrong. Everything is fine, and you're all overreacting to the truths of the universe that are real. Dial back, dial back, buddy. I go and grab what them. is actually happening. I fire my gun at here a few times to distract <laughs> people from. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> There are people just like taking videos with their cameras <laughs> of all of this happening. I'm assuming you guys dip into the police <laughs> immediately. Station. Okay, so you all run in there. Uh, Drew, that that didn't go so well. Drew, was there a mob here when you left? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't see one. I've been guys. I've been kind of overwhelmed recently, and I mean, Florence hasn't checked in today at all. And you know, I'd figured she'd be helping out with. Uh, I don't know here. I, uh, make, I, grab Drew by the shoulders and I look him deep in the eye and I'm like, Drew, buddy, I need you to keep it together today. You understand? Uh, roll human. Who's Florence? 15. Florence is the police officer that works alongside you guys in contention. Mm -hmm. They typically take care of most things that are happening around the town. (laughs) Um, you rolled a 15 on a 40 or 50. Okay, so he calms down, and he's like, Okay, well, this is this is hard, and I wanted to, you know, tell you guys over time, you know, maybe this would all kind of fade away, but... And he reaches over his desk, and he grabs this sheet of paper. And he hands it to you guys, and it says, Remember to tell the guys at the top. And then it lists off, like, 20 names as missing persons and roughly 100 phone calls about the animals in the water. There is also just a section heading called complaints and it has more tallies than you could possibly care to count. Uh, The last thing on the list just says feds left a message. Who left a message? What did the feds say, Drew? Uh, Let me find it. And he messes with the phone and you hear the voicemail come over and it's like, no, new messages all messages have been deleted and he's like oh shit um i don't i don't remember exactly what it was i think the general gist was like hey what the fuck is going on the news media i don't know something people are guys people are really upset that that much is apparent. How did you get so bad at your job so quickly, Drew? I've always been pretty bad at my job, but Chief, <laughs> <laughs> Chief, don't laugh at me. Chief Cook has typically kept everything together. She keeps me on time. She keeps me keeping up with everything. She would never let it get out of hand like this. Drew, if uh, Chief were here, how do you think she would go about assuaging the fears of the public? Yeah, buddy. What would Chief do? What would Chief do? What would Chief do? I don't know. We've never dealt with anything like this before. I think the first thing Chief would tell you to do is to make yourself and us and Dr. Jacobs and that cat man a nice hot cup of coffee. We're just going to take a step back and deal with this one thing at a time. Drew, if Florence wasn't so hilariously inept at his job, he would have kept you on that list. I know he would. You would have been on the ball. 
This isn't your fault. This is Florence's fault. Where is he? Are you okay, John? Uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm being nasty. to you? No, it's just that Florence is a woman. He know- Oh, he knows <clears throat> that. It was- yeah, uh, it's just a joke between me and Florence. Oh, does she think it's funny? <laughs> you know what? I never stopped to consider that. All right, well, maybe we'll ask her. Uh, you're right. I'll just go make some coffee. And he runs into the back room and uh, gets a pot going. Uh, I'm holding Doug. I say, uh, Doug, we've got the radio. Is that part of the process of getting you switched? Mao. Okay. Is it safe for me to touch it? Mao. Okay. I'm going to set Doug down and go back to the lockers and get the radio out. He follows you. Okay. The cat follows you. I'm going to take the radio. The radio has a red light showing on it. I'm going to take the radio, go back to the cells, and set it on the outside of the cells. Okay. Mildred, I'm assuming, is there. Uh, Dr. Marie Jacobs. Oh, fuck yeah. Dr. Marie Jacobs. Doc, uh, somebody here you may or may not be happy to see. She's asleep, and she kind of wakes up. I kind of gesture toward the kitten. Ah! Um, so he made it alive, did he? I just assumed the tar would have gotten him by now. The tar? Whatever. Is that what stuff. you call the goo? We've been calling it goo. Have we? We call it goo, right? I think we call it goo. I just had never heard anybody the refer ooze. to it other than us. Yeah, how do you know about the goo? I fear I've spoken out of turn. What are you doing? Uh, well, we're going to put your husband back in his body. No! Yeah, I no. know. No! Ma'am, I know. Why don't you want that to happen? I want to go home. You should just let me go home with the man that I have now. We've kind of got to let your husband go home from this cat's body. You are talking like a... Uh, we'll get him switched and you can go home. Done. You don't have to let him come with you. It seems like this body switch has exposed some serious problems in your relationship, and maybe you two have a lot to work out, you know? He can get a hotel, but he does need his body back, doctor. Can I have the radio? No. No, why would you even think that was a possibility? Well, I, I bought the Did radio. you want to do that to another man and cat? No, I wanted to do it to the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> man, we can't let you... That's... I don't think there's a law on the books, but I know you can't radio your husband into a cat and keep him trapped there for the rest of his <laughs> life. Like you just said, there's nothing on the books. Also, how's how's it going to work? Like, cats die within 15 years, 20 years. I haven't thought about how it How old's your cat, you know? And then is your husband, like, will the cat's brain die in your husband's body as he just gets older? You haven't thought about this at all, man. Well, I certainly don't know the rules. The rules are that you can't do this. Well, I meant the rules of how long things would take to die within other bodies and I get what the have keys you. and open up the cell, get the husband out, and keep her in there and lock it back. Yeah, that can go off without much of a hitch. What's he wearing? He's wearing like he was in his underwear, and they were like SpongeBob underwear or something like that, or maybe a cartoon cat. I hope it was a cartoon cat. Can't remember now. Underwear foreshadowing. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> he also has a black collar around his neck, and he's got dried blood uh, kind of still around his mouth, but he's licked everything else clean. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I look at Doug, and I say, Doug, if he turns on the radio, will that do it? The cat thinks for a second before saying, wow. Will that have unintended consequences, perhaps? There's only one mow, way to mow. find out. I don't trust this cat. Roll cat intelligence. I don't want to turn into a cat standing here. <laughs> I don't either. I think, okay, I think we need to approach Dr. Jacobs with some kind of deal. We're going to have to try to persuade her to tell us how this happened and how this worked. Or we'll keep her locked here forever. That's pretty good. Yeah, hey, 30 people are missing in contention. Nobody's going <laughs> to miss one more. 
we can go that route with it. We can go pretty dark, or we can... I wouldn't I, go that route. You're not... <laughs> Shut up, Dr. Jacobs. 30 people are disappeared in contention. It would be easy for one more to go missing. Now we're trying to think of how we're going to convince you. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't convince me like that. Shut up. 30 people have gone missing in contention. <laughs> hey, hey, Doc, how did this happen the first time? It just happened. I don't know. Doc, how did it happen? What did the goo do? The, the goo just ran out. Followed the cat. Your husband, or... Well, yeah, I guess he was a captain. Ma'am, we will let you free right now. Okay. With your cat body husband. Or not, with your man body cat. Okay. If you tell us how it happened. Wait, no, that... No, because if I tell you how it happened, you're just going to use it. I promise I won't No, do we're that. really scared to use it. We don't want to be a cat, so just tell us. That way we know to not use yeah, it. Yeah, that way, that way know we know how to not do that. Okay, who? which one of you has a better persuade? I have a 70. I have a 60. All right, roll it up, Keith. A 70 on a 70. Oh, that's a success. Yes. Okay. All right, tell us how it happened. If I, if you promise that I get to leave with yes, Salem... We, of course, we promise. ...in this... Yeah, yeah, we promise. Okay. I turned it on and left the room. With the cat and the man in there? Yeah. What station? NPR. Okay. Uh, gross, first of all. I didn't know they let you listen to that in contention. It's national. Well, they, they got some good stories on there, John. I mean, Clark. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> let's put him and the cat in a room together and turn their radio on and leave. Do you believe her? I, I do. Um, I, I think it's hilarious she believed Clark, us. Clark, I uh, rolled a 70 on my first voyage. So. <laughs> Sometimes you just speak in mysteries, Keith. I mean, what can it hurt? Get <laughs> turned into a cat. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Okay. I pe- I pat him on the back. <laughs> Thanks for taking this one, man. I uh, go into the solitary confinement cell that we have. Right. Probably not. Oh, you can no. do the interrogation room. <laughs> yeah, the interrogation room. I uh, bring Perfect. I bring the cat and Doug's body into the interrogation room. Me and you are on the other side of the two way mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Clark, Clark, either way, this could go real good for us. So I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put Doug's Doug's human body in handcuffs, just you know, sure. So he didn't run. Oh wait, or, fuck. Well, sorry. We could also check with the cat if that what she just told us is how it happened. Oh, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I beep in through the intercom on the two way mirror. Hey, cat, is what she said earlier what happened? Wow. Cool. Cool. Okay, so Doug. I need you to sit on the table, and then I'm going to have your body sit right here. Do we have any cat treats we can distract the body with? I had a toy at one point. I run out run out to my desk real quick, grab it out of the drawer. I come into the interrogation room, and I just kind of crack the door open and toss it in and close it real quick. <laughs> and I get back behind the two-way mirror. I grab the cat toy and dangle it in front of Doug's face. Doug, the human body face. Salem. Salem's face. And then I put it on the table in front of him, and then I've got the radio. It's a big radio. Like, he's dragged it into the corner. <laughs> How, like, you can, like you one can, of those big like, old, like, yeah, it's big. Like, you would be able to radios. carry it, but it would, it would be a lug. Yeah, it's awkward. Okay. I do that, put it in the room. What light is on? Red. If I press buttons on it, does anything change? I turn it in. I the intercoms. Uh, Keith, uh, maybe plug it in? I plug it in. Red. Turn it to NPR. I turn it to NPR. 91.1. Red. I turn it to literally every station. Red. Put the cat on there. I'm going to just leave both these guys in the room for a second and leave. What do you think, Keith? I don't know what to do. 
Do you guys have any thoughts? It's the lights just red. Ready is on though, right? You just left it on. It's on. Yeah, I turned it on and pressed all the buttons. So let's. We got shit to do. Let's leave them in here a few hours and see if we come back with yeah. them switched. Could work. Uh, what if they switch and re-switch uh, several times though, and they're we could just ask Doug and see if it happened. You know, once we get back, when you say, "Hey, did you switch and switch back?" <laughs> like some kind of hell. Yeah, you know, this is one of the least of my concerns at this point right now, honestly. We found Doug. Yeah, there are a lot of protesters outside, and they got angrier than a bunch of hornets when I shot those bolts off. So Should we shoot at them? No, no, no. I think that would only exacerbate things. Okay, how do we deal with this then? God, if only Maggie was here. With the camera, can you remember anything we did that made those lights turn on? Well, to the best of my recollection, every time something really fucking scary was about to happen, they turned on. Tell me a scary story. So maybe we lock them up in a in a cruiser, take them with us, and anytime we, you know, feel the hair tingle, stand up on the back of our necks. We can. What if Doug's body runs away though? Oh, we got that toy. Oh, what if? We... No, I don't. That's not. Like what if we work. try to get the doctor to do it? She probably won't do it. Though. She won't do it. What if we tell her we're gonna? I don't know. Threaten her. Oh, oh, hey, let's go ask her how what color the light yeah. was and how what the circumstances were that it there turned. There we go. Right. I go back to the doctor. So tell me more about the night this happened. <laughs> Didn't work, did it? I saw you bring that radio out here. I saw the light was red. Was the light not red when, uh... The light was green when I used it, and I would imagine that it won't work again until the light is green once again. Do you know how to get the light to turn green? No. You said something that stuck in my craw, and I can't remember what it was. But it was about the tar. Joe, what, what's in your craw, Joe? Spit it, it out. out. In real life, she, I swear there was something about the ooze being near the radio. Well, because... No ooze radio. There was ooze coming out of the camera. Remember the last time we took a picture? It came out of the picture. Mm-hmm. It came out of the picture? Yeah, as I was holding it, it came out of like the picture onto my hands. And, or I was and holding from the, the camera. camera. Yeah. So... It was dripping from both. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Maybe just leave it on and see what happens when we get back sometime later. I don't know. I don't know if we should leave it on. Maybe we should, because what, I mean, actually, the, the the potential consequences of that are. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of just on all the time, though, right? No. Radios? I mean, this isn't just a radio, though. Right, but there, it seems like these devices have to be activated once the green light is on, so we should turn the radio off. We have to take the picture to get it to go. Yeah, that's true. I think we lock them all up in that cell. I'm sorry. This is Thomas speaking. This is John speaking. I think we should all lock him up in that cell and let him spend some quality time with each other. And Dr. Jacobs seems to fucking hate that guy. And I'm not a big fan of hers right now because she's not a whole lot of help. Maybe we'll come back and they're like screaming and she's like, meow, meow. We should probably keep them in the interrogation room because the cat could probably get out of No, I think the cat can just have free. I like yeah, that cat. That's true. I want the cat. I want Doug. Doug. His name is Doug. His name is Doug. I want Doug to uh, to not be stuck with her. I think she she might kill him. I think you're right. That's true. I think we should. Yeah. Okay. So let's lock the Catman back up, and then what? Oh, hey, put the radio back. Let's put the the Catman in a different cell so she can't be by it. Okay. Give him a little time apart to think about things. I like that. You can't you can't fuck your Catman while we're gone, Doctor Jacobs. Yeah. Okay, so where is everything? You're letting Doug come with you guys. I think Doug was just going to have free reign of the station, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Doug can have free reign uh, of the could, station. He could be our sidekick. Doug, do you want to be our sidekick? Mow, mow. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Doug, you can run around uh, the station until we get back. Oh, hey, Doug, do you know anything about what's going on at the mill? Anything about the ooze? Uh, what happened to the chief? Mow, 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 mow. 
What's going on with the ooze? Wow. Oh yeah. And it's then and then the cat jumps up on the table. It like bows a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it moves its head up, and then it falls on its back, and it like widens its eyes really big, and starts moving its paws around, and then it flips back over on top of itself, and then it looks right behind it, and it it like freaks out and jumps up in the air, and then it starts running, right? And then it runs over to the sink in the kitchen that you guys have in the station, and it like paws at the water. The ooze is afraid of water? Mow. Boom. That's why the animals are in the creek. The ooze is killed by water. Mow, mow. Mow, mow. We don't know, but the ooze does not like the water. Mow. So we're making a run to Walmart and getting a bunch of super soakers. Yep. Uh, water balloons. Oh, my the God. Those pool. guys are such assholes, but maybe we have to call the contention fire department. I fucking, those pricks, every time they win softball, they're just dicks. We should issue like an announcement to the city to stay in your bathtub or a pool. Or you'll disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Or your life is forfeit. (laughs) It might help with these angry mobs. No, we can't. We don't have anything we can. Sorry. You got to (laughs) stop. You're just like crunching chips and like (laughs) moving the bag around. It's impossible. (laughs) Keith, I don't know how you can (laughs) eat those chips at a time like this. This feels, this feels like we're moving to a, towards the final game plan. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're about to go bad. The fact that... Like, Keith would be eating chips. That's <laughs> exactly what I was just thinking, like. Of course, you guys are talking like, oh, is it... Cat, is it afraid of water? And you look back and Keith's just like, I don't know. That's fascinating. Just <laughs> trying to fit into those pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what do we do with this information? Doug is the ooze... Do you know if the ooze has an intelligence? Mom, 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 mom. Okay. Should we go to the mill? Or uh, James's. That's where, oh, yeah. That's where a bunch of shit went down at the the last time we were together. Wait, what about John Peter's secret room? Or was it James's secret room? It was James's Oh, it was room, James's, right? yeah. There was James's house, found weird writing in blood and guns all around. Let's go there. I didn't write down secret room in particular. I think it was just that the guy went in there and saw it all. Who was James? He worked at the mill. He was last seen going into Maggie Cook's house. Which one was he? The one who ate his own foot or the chief's foot or the one who... He was first seen with a vacuum in his front yard. Yeah. yeah. He oh, he's the galoshes guy. Our, yep. Our buddy. Okay. And then he was the one with the bullet in his head sitting at the dinner table. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's go to James's. Doug, can you hold down the fort? Mow. Okay. We could leave him a little tray of water in. By the way, this whole time Drew is just like staring at this cat. <laughs> with his big ass gum. I said, oh, out. oh, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, me. So hey, rude. hey, Drew, this is Doug. Doug, Drew. Mow. And Drew's just like, hi. His voice gets normal for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew, I know you've been through a lot today, and so have we. So just look after this cat and make sure nothing happens to it, would you? Just trust us on this. I mean, we, have we steered you wrong yet? I will. Thank you for trusting me, Clark. You, you got it, bud. And pat him on the back. Hey, Drew, what's our secret word? Um, bu- uh, Bubblegum tree. Bubblegum tree. Yeah, bubble gum you could have just told that to the clones. Oh, God, next time. I'll get it next time. And he pulls out his phone and your phone starts ringing. My phone starts ringing? And he's like, oh, okay, good. It's you. I answer in bubblegum tree. <laughs> You're so funny, John. Drew. <laughs> okay, let's go to James. This is on your way to James the Millworker's house. 
It's in the suburbs. And on your way there, looking up into the sky on this chilly, moonlit night, you see a crop duster flying with sparkly lights all over the wings and tail. And behind it is a massive banner that reads in bright lights, Contention PD equals imbeciles. I have never seen a protest get this. This is fancy. Bad. I've never seen Contention United in such a I know. It's, it would be heartwarming if it wasn't a united hate of us. Fuck them. That's impressive. That's <laughs> impressive, though. I got to give it up to whoever ordered that plane. Can I call Mr. Clinker? Is it Harry? Harry. I wanna, can I call Harry real quick? The phone rings until you think that it's going to go to voicemail, and then it clicks, and you hear... Clark. Hey, hey, Harry, it's Clark. How, how you doing? I'm well. You, uh, you seen all that rabble outside? P- people seem pretty mad at us. You, you know about that? Yeah. I was hoping you might be able to put out the good word amongst the patrons there that maybe we're we're onto something here and have some patience for us. Hey, Officer Bishop, you know, uh, Clinkers is always a safe place for you and your kind. I dig it. I was just. I t- met I met you and uh, the other officers, not bishops. Oh. <laughs> I hate I, the church. I, I I knew what you meant, Harry. I thank you for that. I just I just was hoping that maybe if anybody came in there and they were grumbling about all oh, this those stupid pigs and blah blah blah, you might tell them that we're just some good old friends of yours and that you trust us and that maybe Gary and I have been trying to put out the word that you boys are just trying your hardest and uh, I appreciate that. I've got an, an idea about another phone call we could make because I'm, I'm this is this seems to have been. Oh, are we still on the call? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, John was talking. Hey. Sorry. Uh, yeah, hey, his daughter. Uh, hey, Harry. Hey. Tell Harry, hey, hey, John. I mean, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Harry, I say. How long I. have we been playing this game? <laughs> uh, Three days. Harry, I, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that. I just uh, just wanted to touch base with you and make sure that you knew we we. we we're doing what we can to, to help out the town. I appreciate that, Clark. All right. Good talking. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I think maybe we should make one of those calls to the pastor, too. That's not me, hey, though, because I don't think he likes me that That's much. exactly what I was about to say, you ideal steen. Well, I said it earlier. <laughs> he did. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Edit up that part out. <laughs> I I edit that part out. Bitch. Edit out the part when he said it earlier. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, guys, I think we should call the pastor. Just edit everything out until right then. Good idea, John. Yeah, that podcast was fine until that weird episode just started with him yelling. <laughs> yeah, Thomas was just yelling at everybody. Yeah, call the pastor. I was just staying. Call the pastor. Okay. Anyway, Who's calling the pastor? I'll call. The, yeah, Keith shouldn't call the pastor. No. I'll call the pastor. Bring, bring. Bring, bring. When you call his office and when you call his home, both calls go to voicemail. Uh, hey, Pastor. Uh, this is John Lee Pettymore the Third from Contention PD. Uh, just wanted to talk to you when you have a moment. Please give us a call back uh, regarding these angry mobs. Thank you. Bye. Have a blessed day. That was good. Anyway, I do think that the pastor organized all this trouble against us because he seems like he can get this town going. Uh, he's got the resources, and uh, Keith did so horribly insult him and steal his helmet. <laughs> let's go to James' house. <laughs> all right, let's take a break real quick.
No, my penis is bigger than an eighth of an inch. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I don't think it would prove even it. begin. Yeah, prove it. <laughs> he thought so hard about showing us his dick for a bit. <laughs> Just ask around. I feel like there was a 40% chance we almost saw Luke's dick there. <laughs> if I had a couple more schlitzes in me. Or a couple more inches. <laughs> okay, so uh, you yeah. guys are... Actually, the only reason I have back problems is... Because <laughs> of my massive dog. My, uh, dude, you know how I make my penis eight inches long? I fold it in half. <laughs> Gross. That would mean I have a... a flaccid 16-inch Horribly... <laughs> I don't way even... Way too long. I'm not going to try right now, but I don't think even totally soft I could fold my penis in half. Oh, well, then my penis is bigger than yours. <laughs> no, I just mean I don't think it would fold back on itself that much. Like, uh, I don't think it's pliable enough do it to... Right now. I don't think mine would. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I can definitely yeah, do that. Just, can you guys go wash your hands? I just folded I can do my it. penis in half. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I took a shower right It was actually really easy. Here. I guess a soft dick is very soft. Zach, I didn't fold my penis in half. Thank you. Do it. I like to so, tie mine in a ribbon. I, your characters are having this conversation. <laughs> after. It's a good hey. thing. It's a good thing Clark didn't because he would have taken his hands off the wheel. <laughs> hey, I'm driving it, aren't I? It's my. Well, we're in cruiser. your cruiser. I don't know if you're driving. I think he's driving. Yeah, I think I. I was said that I was. He driving. Okay. Okay. And you guys are having this conversation. Clark just wrapped up a phone call and then John called uh, the pastor twice and left a message. Guys, I don't I don't think we can calm down this mob. We can only incite this mob. Yeah, uh, well then what do we do? The, the best thing we can do is solve this case. I hadn't even thought about doing that. If we get this case cracked, get these people found, or at least some answers for the the good folks of contention. I think that that'll get him out of the streets. I agree. We can we can only push forward at this point. Also, we need to get Florence on the phones, calling everybody who called about a lost pet and telling them to get their ass down to the creek. And also, ah, fuck, we need to. You know what? Okay, uh, oh, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> I had the, uh, we talked a little bit earlier about telling everybody to get into a bathtub full of water. Oh shit, we need the feds. Yeah, we need to get like a Cuz they're not they don't trust our authority right now. But if the feds came to contention or at least issued some kind of order. If we could do like an emergency emergency broadcast system. And it would. I mean, people do need to be in their bathtubs or in the creek. They could get in the creek with the animals and have a little Oh animal shit, party. it's December though. It's starting to turn to you think it's going to get pretty cold in these next couple of days. How about this? Let's see if we have some funds put back to buy big kiddie pools for contention. Keith, let me stop you right there. Uh, we don't have any funds allocated for that. That is not in the budget. I know how we can get some funds. What you thinking? We do have a massive stash of guns and white gold, if you know what I'm talking Keith, about. Keith, <laughs> we're police. With no money. I can't believe you would suggest such a thing. Hey, would I'm you, shutting down conversation on this right hey, now, Keith. I'm not. Com I'm more not comfortable. More people with this. will die in contention than will die from cocaine overdose. So we need to not be worrying about selling cocaine tonight, and we need to be solving this case. If you say so, I do say so. Speaking of which, I pull a baggie out of my pocket and. Well, okay, pass that over here. Roll a d six. 
Oh my god, guys! I haven't had a joint in like three three days. hours. All right, you're good for three more hours. You won't have the t- negative twenty anymore. Do I get a bonus if I take a bump, or what's if John Lee Pettymore is going to take a bump? Yeah, but I don't a, know. You, you get an actual bonus, uh, Keith. While because he's only at one willpower, his uh, cocaine habit just negates my minus twenty. So yeah, I toss the baggie over to you. Maybe I should get a malice to charm though, or something like that. Guy never shuts up. He's just he's just talking and talking and talking. <laughs> Is he on cocaine? Four. All right, get four willpower back. Oh, that actually really... I forgot how down on willpower I was. That helps a lot. I went from six to eight. Oh, wait. No, I no, I'm went back from up. six to ten. <laughs> I'm back up to one, correct? That is correct. Math. Cool, I did not... Oh, and then I regained two, two hit points, right? Yeah, you should be at 20 health. But I got one willpower. Cool. Clark? I'm stink eyeing the hell out of him from the backseat. Thank you. <laughs> I don't say anything, though. Okay. Because me and Keith already had our piece on that. So you guys are doing cocaine, and Clark is stink-eyeing you, not not speaking a word, as you guys pull up. I'm probably even doing like some real passive-aggressive. <sighs> Bishop. Rolling eyes hey, real Bishop, hard. Look at me, man. Tonight I reluctantly kind of shift a client. Tonight could be the last night of any of our lives, and there is an evil loose in contention. I mean, it's not the time for procedure, buddy. Hell, maybe, you know what, and this might be our, your argument, and I can predict it, and I'm on cocaine, but, you know what, maybe now is exactly the time for, 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 for procedure. The cocaine is going to John McPennymore's head. Uh, Roll playing's hard. I roll down my window. Just blat, listen to J.J. Kale, buddy. <laughs> that plays as we pull up to James's house. Fucking good tunes, Vigna. Clark, just just kick back and enjoy the ride, buddy, because life's not a guarantee, you know what I I mean? I look back at Clark, give him a kind of an I'm sorry look, and then a wink, and then sirens on, speeding as fast as I can. Down the street that the house is on. Yes. Where are you parking? In the yard. (laughs) (laughs) Describe it. I go into the driveway at an angle and just keep going all the way up to where the passenger door of the police cruiser is like you need to take a step and a half to get into the front door i roll out of my door as the car is still moving a little bit and i preemptively fire two shots in the air to disperse any potential crowds okay Sounds good. People who actually do cocaine are like, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The car pulls up to a very rough stop right in front of the front door. John rolls out, fires two shots in the air. Oh, whoa, John, what the, what the fuck? (laughs) We're rolling, baby. Let's fucking, it's on. Shoot on life. Shoot on life. Like, any reaction? Cocaine. Cocaine. (laughs) As you look about the neighborhood, go ahead and roll search for me uh fail 98 on a 20 uh yeah no neighborhood is quiet do keith and i get dope alertness bonuses <laughs> i probably just am normal keith gets a negative 20 to all rolls gotcha <laughs> he, get, no. he gets to stand <laughs> he gets to stand up and talk and move around and stuff i'm not at negative 20 still am I? oh that's correct you're no longer because no, i did I'm, drugs. Yes, i am so sorry uh Duh. so you but you're definitely not at a bonus And uh, the front door opens and you see an old man uh, slightly bent over wearing a fancy blue three-piece suit. Whoa, man. I I point my gun (laughs) right at him. (laughs) What are you doing in this guy's house? Uh, uh, 
Answer right now. I'm I'm the. How do you know James? I shouldn't have told you his name. That gave you a valuable clue if you were trying to lie to us. I'm the. And he's having a hard time say it because you got a gun pointed at him and he's a terrified old I don't, man. I don't see any threat, so I raise the gun. Up. As soon as you raise it, he spits out, I'm the estate salesman. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey, uh, guys, he, he called us. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh. We were just goofing with you. Yeah, just new boot goofing. Oh, that was a very terrible joke. And you walk up to him. He is... We're cops, not comedians. He's holding a cane that has a big tooth on the top where he's holding it. Like a fake tooth or... A, a big fake tooth, like a giant, like that fits his entire right. fist. Like a just molar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, huge. And it's on top of his cane. And he... Hey, buddy, what's up with your tooth cane? Oh, well, my name is Randy Angst. And he hands you a card. I don't see how that... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Randy Angst, dentist, estate salesman, founder of the Contention Historical Society, lover. That last one's important. Are you hitting on us? <laughs> I bet you get a lot of play. Uh, then it's got his phone number and his email. This is his hey email. guys, I think the founder of the Contention Historical Society might be able to give us some clues. Do we still have those pictures? Or do we, do pictures we have- Pictures of what? I'm talking to Zach. This is Thomas. I'm not Zach. I'm Randy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Randy. I'm on a lot of cocaine. Who's Thomas? <laughs> um, 69. God. Uh, <laughs> he's actually rolled, rolled 69. Actually 69. <laughs> is it conceivable that we have like copies of those pictures on our phones? I think you would absolutely have pictures of the pictures. Okay. Mr. Angst, uh, Dr. Angst, DDS? It doesn't say DDS, it just says dentist. Nope, you can just call me Randy. Okay, Randy. Dentists aren't real doctors. Wow, a self-hating, an anti-dentite. Um, <laughs> an anti-dentite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why else a surprise that the John Lee Pettymore has seen Seinfeld? Um, oh. You thought I came up with that? Oh, I yeah. thought you did. Oh, did guys. <laughs> oh, man. It's just a reference. I was like, shit, dude. Thomas is way funnier than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have been. Uh, Randy, I've got a picture here of a strange building and some people in old time of clothes. I'm not going to say it's essential to- Do you want to come in? No, uh- <laughs> I want to show you this picture right There's here. There's some very spooky stuff happening inside. I think you might oh, want to well, come in. There's I don't know if these pictures are spooky, but I can guarantee you there's some spooky doings in this hoose. Hoose. Uh, very old school Anglo-Saxon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Randy, uh, there's spooky stuff. Inside that house, outside that house, this whole town is beset with it. But uh, do you recognize the building these people are standing in front of? And I show them the picture of the people in front of the jet black building. Okay, so basically that building, it's literally just a wall. It's just a black wall. You okay. can't actually see the building at large. Do you recognize any of the people in this picture? Are they contention founders, forefathers? Well, I, I do see that the clothing is 
anachronistically correct with the time period of the founding of contention in many of these cases. As he points to some of the people. Anachronistically. That's, that's it it means, came from a tree. It means <laughs> the time period was from a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It means it was wrong. It's like a family tree. Or do you mean that people in this photo have clothing anachronistic to one another or to the time period of contentions founding? Both. Okay. Can you show us an example in this picture? Who's wearing clothes that are that they shouldn't be? These three are wearing clothes from a different time period as the rest of them. You can tell by the stitching. How 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 different? Oh, a hundred years or so, probably. This must be a reenactment of some sort. Mr. Anx, you that's very helpful. Thank you. I'm a helpful guy. Just ask my lady friends. M- Mr. Anx. And my man friends. Alright, we'll save it for NPR. Do you remember an old orphanage in town called Cole's Orphanage? Can we go inside, please? It's very cold out. You are quite old. Let's go Thank inside. Thank you. I I uh, brush past. What is this guy's name? Randy. Randy Angst. I brush past him, like not not waiting for him to get out of the way. I just kind of blow by him. Okay. I mean, he did just invite you in. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're doing what he asked you to do. As he goes in, he kind of pats you, Clark, on the shoulder. And he says, now, as we're headed inside into the warmth of this nice home in this weird place, you asked about an orphanage. Yeah, it was was called Cole's Orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Randy always remembers. Do you remember? Can you? Keith. Come on, buddy. That song's a little after my time. You can see he's quite old. He doesn't know September. Can you can you tell me a little bit about it? We we, we talked to some uh, folks in town who had no recollection of it. Yes, it was not around for very long. It is uh, a a little piece of trivia I keep in the back just in case uh, someone needs to know it at trivia. What about it? Is trivial? Well, everything. It, it opened. It closed. How quickly? Very quickly. I would say less than a year. What year? Oh, it was 25 years ago, probably. Somewhere about then. 25 minus the current year equals the early 90s. An age. Do you uh, remember who, who opened up that place? Um, Cole. Well, no. She would have been, he would have, either one of them would have been long dead by that point. The Coles? Yes, Silas and Mary. They were dead by the time their namesake orphanage opened up? Oh, absolutely. Who named it for them? There are many things in our town named after our founder and his wife, Silas Cole. And I get that. I just wonder if you know who opened it. Oh, no, I don't remember. Wasn't this town founded by beans? Well, that's a point of contention. Contention. Hell yeah. Uh, Silas Cole and what was his name? Was it, it wasn't Kevin Cornelius? Cornelius Beans. Oh, what a mind you have on you, young sir. Uh, Yeah, I read it. I read a book or two. I believe you read the right ones. Do you remember where in contention Cole's orphanage was? Well, the town has changed quite a bit since then. I don't remember where it was now. We could probably find more back at my research facility. A research facility? Yes. <laughs> it's where all of my research is housed. Sorry. It's Oozed. where it's where all of my research is re- fuck. It's where all of my research is housed. <laughs> Try it one more time. Yes, of course. It's where all of my research is housed. That makes sense to me. So come on in, and you guys walk into 
this incredibly like nice and clean house. Uh, and as you walk in, there's a nice foyer in front of you. And then to the right, there's this huge living room. And in the living room, uh, well, here in the foyer, there is a statue of a man wearing a tuxedo. And also uh, there is a suit of armor and the helmet has been replaced with a white hard hat. In the living room, there's an empty grand piano, and there's also a large oil painting of a red rose. And he brings you over to the statue of the man wearing a tuxedo, and he says, check this sweet shit out. <laughs> and, he, and he grabs the statue's bow tie and flips it, and the coffee table in the living room flips over, showing an enormous stash of weapons, body armor, and a long plastic tube the size of a baseball bat. And written in blood, where one of the guns should be, it says, stop her. I was pointing out the large plastic tube, the shape of a baseball bat. The On the behind you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There is an Ozzy Smith signed baseball bat in the room that we're in. It's in a tube that size. We are also in a completely St. Louis Cardinals themed room. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck the Cubs. With an old drawing of, is that Old Bush Stadium? No. Nah. No, that's New Bush. The New Bush Stadium. Excuse There's a me. seat from Old Bush behind me. There is. Cornelius? Uh, the third one. Not Cornelius. Fuck. My Randy name is Andy. Cornelius. Randy. Or is it? Ooh. Uh, guys. Wait, is your name not Randy? No, it's Randy. <laughs> Randy, uh, is, is your it, middle is, name Cornelius? No. Is this statue of somebody significant to the town? No, I don't know who this is. Can we huddle around real quick outside of Randy? I mean, uh, he actually, Randy can hear this, but I think we need to document this all, take some pictures real quick with our phones, sure, and then suit the fuck up with this shit. Yeah, I'm going to put body armor, on. like weapons. Let's get loaded, guys. Yeah, uh, Randy, we're going to take this for, um, you know, purposes. Vital operations. I don't think he cares. Police hey, you, you, the estate will be compensated. Honestly, hey, you know what, Randy? I don't think this is in his will, so oh, his that's, will that's why was you called us, very right? Very non-existent. Okay. Metagame real quick. He did call us because he wanted to know if he could sell it all. The answer is a fuck no. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I'm sorry. This is all part of an ongoing investigation. We're actually going to load some of this up in our cruiser right now so we can take it to evidence as quickly as possible. Oh, no. You can sell the cool statue, buddy. Oh, good. Hey, Randy, do you like cocaine? Does the Pope shit in the woods? I think so, yeah. <laughs> hey, Keith, give him... Give him some of that, yeah. Just, Keith, just, share your cocaine. Just kidding. We are police officers of the law. Keith, this is the end of the fucking world. Give him some cocaine. Wait. You know what I mean? It's the what? Nothing. I feel fine. You're going to feel a lot more fun <laughs> if Keith would learn to share. Five o'clock TV hour. <laughs> you know what? It's probably past my years to do an upper like cocaine, it might stop my heart. It says lover on this card. Yes. That says to me that you do cocaine. Do you know if cocaine reacts poorly with Cialis? Uh, Are you on Cialis right now? I'm yeah, never don't you, not. Don't you see his <laughs> raging erection under it's, his very loose pants? It says lover right there on the card. Uh, there is a full-blown uh, sideways tent going on on Randy Angst, and he immediately turns. Randy's and, got nothing uh, to be ashamed of. He turns and shows you. <laughs> 
Is a sideways tent a tent that Merlot's not allowed in? Nice, dude. That scene in fucking Sideways tanked the Merlot industry for like a number of years. Because they didn't explain that... It's actually because it's all his ex-wife drank. I'm fine with all the Hey, did you know that, Randy? <laughs> Randy, did you know that? Merlot's my third favorite. Now we are realistically role-playing cocaine. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm. I think we should also take that. So oil you're saying painting. I can't sell these guns? No, no, nah, you can't sell the. Well, okay, we do. Is this the only thing you wanted us to see in this house? You said it was spooky. He walks over and grabs the, or he like reaches for the oil painting, and he's like, "Can I sell this?" If you move that painting, is it gonna unveil another room? Another what? A secret place or anything? Anything? What happens, yeah. what happens when you move that painting? Why would you ask us that? Why would you want me to move? Wait, what is happening? Can I sell it? Why would you ask us if you can sell it? Because I'm wanting to know if all of these things are from an active crime scene, or if I can sell the other stuff that isn't the guns, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you just you just got the angst. I I grab one of the guns and I like. And pointing at him, and I'm like, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to sell that painting. That's, what a weird vibe you're putting off there. You guys begin to uh, smell the faint smell of shit. Oh. Give him some cocaine now, man. You made him shit his pants. Come on. I'm going to excuse myself. Hey, do you want to shoot some of these guns before we leave? Yeah, do you want to do that? <sighs> yes, but I do need to clean up a bit first. That's understandable. And he walks off wait, to the wait, bathroom. Wait, wait, wait. Real fast before you leave, he pokes his head back around the corner. John did ask you, like, what is else? there anything else here that you wanted us to see? What do you mean? I'm just gonna point at a bunch of stuff and ask you if I can sell it as soon as I get out of the bathroom. <laughs> is, any, is anything else fucking weird? Does anything else lead to a gun door or something of that? Oh, ilk? that is the only trapsy that I found. You call them trapsies? What do you call them? I've never thought of the word. I Go would change call them your fucking britches. That's just it's making me yeah, mad. It does smell like shit in here, Randy. So if you could come back, we can do some <laughs> just cocaine. And it's not. Not my fault. And he walks away. <laughs> yeah, shitting himself just making me mad. <laughs> whole, uh, whole house what kind like of shit. guns uh, are we dealing with here? Well, there's that. I want to. Yeah, let's do that. First. Long ones, short ones, fat ones, tall ones, Get, red ones, brown ones, <laughs> sad ones, clown ones. I got sniper rifle, assault rifle, six pistols, and four body armors. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Which should we let him shoot as a consolation prize for making Ooh, him shoot his pants? Let's let him pick. Yeah. Well, they're going through the guns. I want to walk over to that painting and run my hand around the edge of it and look for any kind of clicking mechanism. Oh, yeah. Let's move everything that's as conspicuous as a tuxedo statue or a rose oil painting in this house. Like Clark, you walk over to the oil painting of the rose, and as you put your fingers behind it, you actually feel space right behind the painting. I pull that bad bitch down off the wall. <laughs> behind the oil painting is a small hideaway big enough for one or two people. Uh, inside there are multiple kinds of spray bottles as well as different types of gloves and materials. There is also a list and on this list is materials and those materials are inside. I got a room in here uh, it's got a whole bunch of stuff. It's got some tap water, some distilled water, some boiling water, some Windex, some CLR, some soap, some bleach, some vinegar, some Drano, the works, Coca-Cola, and oil. 
It's also got a whole bunch of like cotton and latex and vinyl and plastic and aluminum and neoprene and lead and salt and candy and meat and ammonium nitrate. Sounds like I don't know about making bombs, but uh, is there a chance that neoprene isn't in here? For some reason on this list, neoprene's the only thing that isn't crossed off. This is the year of the terrible neoprene shortage. So what the, what is neoprene? I don't actually know that. Neoprene is just a synthesized rubber. Okay. Let me make sure that's correct. Neoprene, also polychloroprene or PC rubber. It's a family of synthetic rubbers that are produced by polymerization of chloroprene. Cool. The more you know. Everything is labeled and there is a pair of neoprene gloves. Oh, right. weird. But so everything's crossed off except neoprene. Is there yeah, a I can't, reason? If we, I can't discern why that would be. If we do a Google search for like a number of these ingredients in concert, does a recipe or anything pop up? Nope. Uh, do you fellas know what CLR is? Should I know what CLR, CLR is? Uh, calcium, calcium, lime, and rust. rust. <laughs> Remover. It gets rid of that stuff. It gets rid of that mm-hmm. stuff. Also, the works. Hey, CLR is a great product. Uh, all listeners of pretending to be people, if you can go down to your local Walgreens, get some CLR. It'll clean your calcium, your lime, your rust. It's going to clean that bathtub up real good. Your sink. I think you can use it on metal too, right? Yeah, That's you, the got, rust you, part. Got, you yeah. got any white spots uh, on your white on spots, your taps? brown spots, yellow just spots, red spots. Put some CLR, mix it in with some water, and just soak in, in, in your shower head. Your shower head's got some calcium on there. Just soak it in there for a minute. Pretending to You're be gonna people. You're going to have uh, some good water flow here in about two or three oh, minutes. Oh, you are. Yeah, you dip your shower head in some CLR. That's a dream, man. High power. Surely it doesn't people. work on grease spots. Oh, oh but that's but. where you would be wrong. Can you roll to see if that all makes it in? <laughs> what am I rolling against? No, because then it shows that I don't know what CLR is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 a brand name. Yeah, and it's not like <laughs> necessarily something you have to know. <laughs> like, okay, also. John, when you Googled these ingredients, you would find out ammonium nitrate is a common agricultural fertilizer and a deadly explosive agent. Yeah, that's what they used to blow up the World Trade Center the first time. Or was that the Oklahoma City bombing? Hey, Clark, why do you know so much about it? I am Keith. That's Keith. (laughs) I don't know anything about it. I'm a cop. I learned this in uh, cop school. Uh, the yeah. one thing you were making bombs was like the only thing. <laughs> Which that one was it? Timothy you. McVeigh, Oklahoma City. Yep, that piece of shit. Do you guys know a brand name called The Works? Yeah, yeah it's used to also. clean your toilets. Also, if toilets? you put The Works and uh, balls of aluminum foil in a water bottle uh, and <laughs> shake it up, this is true. You can make a Works bomb. Uh, it's not really a bomb as much as it is. It just explodes and makes a really loud sound. It'll make the grass not grow in that spot for a couple years because it's full of wow. chemicals. But yeah, the chemicals in The Works that clean your toilet also break the aluminum, aluminum foil. foil down into gas and then it explodes the bottle uh if you put it in a two liter it's even louder i know nice. this from lots of experience in ozark missouri where you do it and then you're like oh we gotta get out of here and then people call the cops and you're like you've wasted resources my my dad showed us how to do that in our backyard <laughs> it's very nice. fun if i wasn't a little drunk right now i would suggest making one hey listeners at home 
Uh, yeah, you should get a, know. get a two liter bottle. <laughs> that by this point in the podcast, we're all three beers deep. Okay, so as you guys are talking about what kind of bombs you can make with <laughs> these materials, honestly, yeah, I, I think it's in character. John Lee Pettymore would know right away that you can make bombs like like he and Keith might even be bonding over this yeah. for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and as you're bonding. Randy Angst comes uh, caning back into the room holding his uh, underwear aloft. <laughs> hey, R- Randy, pull could you not find a trash can, buddy? I can pull my sidearm out and aim it at him. Like, why would you bring that in here? Go throw it away. Oh, no. <laughs> and he, he looks really, he looks really sad. damn it. He looks All so right. sad. And Randy. then he says... It's not my fault. And walks I know, back Randy. out of you. Well, that's that's fine. I, hey, Ran- I shout down the hallway. Bad news, buddy. You can't take this oil painting either. Damn it. Um, what's the coolest gun here? Probably like a. Well, they're they're all pretty equal except for the sniper rifle, which should go to Clark because he has the no. But I mean, firearms. just like to make up for him, you know, doing what he oh, did. Oh, well, the, the sniper rifle. Yeah, let's like uh, yeah. I take the sniper rifle. I um I kick the door to the bathroom open <laughs> <laughs> and I hand it over to Randy and. And say here let's go shoot this randy is winnie the pooing in the bathroom aka he's just wearing a shirt and his vest, <laughs> <laughs> and his vest and his jacket and he's wearing no underwear and no pants but his socks are showing and he just yells at you what are you doing no i i spent some time in the hospital recently in a gown don't be don't be embarrassed i've you know, he starts peeing all over the floor and he's like, oh, actually, th- thank you. I can use it to shoot this pee. The first solid <laughs> piss I've had in months. Well, you're oh, hey, pee is not supposed to be solid. <laughs> okay, well, uh, as soon as you get yourself cleaned up, come shoot this sniper <laughs> rifle so we can leave. You just throw it at his feet and you're like, clean yourself up. Okay, sounds good. And Clark is still looking through this room. Uh, I want to see if there's anything that isn't immediately evident. Search rolls. Yeah, you can roll search. Ten. Nice. Fifty-nine on a... I don't pass. Oh, I crit failed. Okay, nice. Ninety-nine. Okay, so here... Right as I'm about to open a trap door, you (laughs) stumble into me and break off the handle forever. You stumble into him and break his nose. Okay, so... Keith, you come walking back into the living room. Clark and John begin searching over the house. John, you are in the kitchen, and you actually see there's a faulty square of tiles in the kitchen floor. What kind of tile? They're like eight inch by eight inch, and four of them are loose. I go lift up one of the loose tiles. Okay, so as you peel away these tiles, you would see that there is an empty cubicle space right beneath you that seems to be about a foot by a foot and it looks like something heavy was dragged on the tile from this spot toward the front door. Okay, I snap a picture of that and tell everybody about what I just found. Okay, so you're hollering about that as Clark is standing in the foyer and he's looking at the suit of armor which has this white hard hat on it. I uh, tap on it, uh, knock on it. That's exactly correct. As soon as you knock on it... (laughs) I need you to roll dexterity. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Some Dark Souls shit yeah, is about to happen. I pass with a six on a 60. The floor drops out from underneath you, and you grab onto the edge of a trap door that leads to a pit beneath you. 
And as you're holding on, you look down into the pit and you see two dead bodies. The smell is overwhelming. I need you to roll sanity in order to keep holding on. I do not pass. Okay. You're going to lose one sanity. I am and now it's just me and you, John. Yeah, sorry, listeners, that the uh, most capable part of this team is about to die in a pit. But blame Zach. You fall down. However, you kind of brace yourself against the walls on either side of you as you go down. And you just barely come down a little awkward. You lose one hit point. But you're now 12 feet down in a pit with two dead bodies. Uh, One is male, one is female, but they're basically indistinguishable outside of that. Do they have clothes on? Yes. Uh, I'm going to holler up. Boys! Uh, I'm falling! Well, I hear all of this like happening. I don't see it, but I I run over and I see the hole in the ground Mm -hmm. and look down and I see him. Uh, Hey, uh... There's there's bodies down here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the pockets. Uh, can you guys start looking how to get me out of here? Yeah, dude, I can help you out. I got an idea. This shit smells worse than Randy. <laughs> yeah, that's that actually that actually factors into my idea. Um, I get Randy's shit pants and hold on to one leg and lower the other one down that hole. Okay, so Clark is stuck in the bottom of a viscerally foul-smelling 12-foot deep pit next to two corpses, looking up at Keith and John, who is lowering down one pant leg of Randy Ank's shit-spoiled slacks. Just then, a brutally loud noise erupts from outside in the front yard, and items in the house begin shattering. You are being fired on by some large artillery weapon. Your ears are shot and your vision clouds as dust billows about the room. The drywall is ripped to shreds, letting cold air and moonlight into the house. 